Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm the LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and with me, as always, is Taylor Salen. Hey, yo. How's it going, everybody? And Lauren Sperling. Hi, friends. Hasn't been long since we podcasted last, so we're just going to do a little Moon Knight review today since that dropped. Good old Dude. Oscar Isaac being a weirdo. Uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. before we get into that, Taylor, why don't you roll me those sweet, smooth jams? Wooka, wooka. It's going to be 91 degrees in L.A. tomorrow. I'm not happy about it. Dude, you're telling me it's... We're reaching that part. I was looking where I live, 96, dude. Taylor, I'm coming over to use your air conditioning. Yeah, (laughs) do it, man. (laughs) Um, I'm outside all day tomorrow for work. I'm not looking forward to that. That that does not sound fun. Hey, some of those people on that tram have to... Or, you know, like the people who are out in the park and have to be in costume the whole day. Fuck that. Uh, yeah. There's a thing called heat sets though. So if it gets too hot, they don't go out. Oh no shit. Good for Mm. them. But that doesn't apply to everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Uh, some, some thing happened last weekend, right? About like a bald statue thing guy. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, uh, Alfred at the Alfred? Yeah. The Alfred. I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's the uh, the Oscars happened last week and um I think it's safe to say that at this point everybody uh will remember this year's Oscars but not for the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Uh, Unfortunately. A bunch I think a bunch of fucked up things happened, you know. Obviously we'll get to uh the slap heard around the world. Um yeah. in. Slap again, but I would—I don't know. I've also heard a lot of people complaining about how Amy Schumer was like, just that she wasn't a great host. She was making not not great jokes, and then mm. some shit even came out that there were jokes that were cut that were even worse. And it was like, what are you fucking thinking? Oh, wow. Yeah, some of the stuff she's talked about that uh, she that that she decided to that they decided not to use. Uh, it's like really bad. I will say that I didn't like hate. Amy Schumer when I was watching it I was like oh this is going to be terrible you know um, because Regina Hall and Wanda Sykes are legends as far as I'm concerned you know like yeah. they're both amazing mm-hmm. actors and then you have Amy Schumer you know and it's um, it's uh, it wasn't terrible at first but as the show went on like the opening monologue was really good I thought like she did yeah. some really good jokes that were like not too controversial, but actually funny because most of her comedy, in my opinion, isn't that funny. Um, or it's very like low bar, low brow kind of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, as the show went on, it started to lose it. Like there was a whole bit they did with, uh, Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons where she's talking yeah. about sea fillers, but she did come out and say afterward that they were in on the bit. So, um, that's not, I, I that didn't really like, it wasn't funny, but I wasn't like, oh, my God, you know, like, this offends me type of thing. Where's Jesse um, Plemons fucking Oscar for his performance during that bit then? Because that was... I know, it was... You looked <laughs> uncomfortable. It, it was uh, <laughs> very good, very good acting. But, um, yeah, of course, and then, you know, the thing happened, and the whole show 
got derailed when when yeah you guys weren't watching it live right i was yeah. oh you were okay yeah because i remember watching it and i'm sitting there and i'm like this is weird the 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 audio went out because at first like everybody said it kind of felt like a bit and then once yeah. that happened i texted you guys and i was like holy shit this just happened and then of course it blew up online and yeah i was i wasn't watching it um but between you guys and then my group chat for work i mm. got the live feed of everything happening yeah yeah um. it was pretty uh it was pretty crazy and then you know all the stuff that, that that's happened afterwards i think is 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 definitely interesting but the fact that they basically he was still allowed to go on the stage, which apparently they tried to remove him and he didn't, wouldn't co comply or something leave, like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, that speech, was, man, the speech was, was the most awkward know. part. The speech was the most awkward part because it's like, yeah, it didn't feel genuine and it felt like him trying to justify what he did. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and yeah, I just, it, it made me feel like there was something way more deeply troubling going on with Will Smith than maybe we know, you know, because it felt like something that maybe had been building for a long time. And I don't know what yeah. the situation is. There's a lot of rumors out there about, you know, him and Jada and all that stuff. But yeah, so I just. Well, they've been pretty open about their issues, mm -hmm. at least to some degree. So yeah. I think it, it there's probably a lot to do with that but mm. also there's been beef between chris and them in the past too and it wasn't the first time he's poked at jada um, at the oscars you know making yeah, jokes on exactly. her behalf so you know again i'm i'm not like oh will smith needs to be canceled but i definitely you know think what he did was definitely not right by any means so uh i guess i'll just leave yeah. it at that yeah it's if you're gonna slap somebody scenario. slap him at the after party not yeah. on live television yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. It was, it's pretty intense, man. I don't know if like anything has really ever happened like that. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it is a tough subject to speak to, especially because we're all white, to be mm -hmm. frank. Yeah. Um, I, but it's it's one of those things where it, like it just feels like everybody was wrong in this in this scenario. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, well, and they all felt justified in totally what they did. You know, totally. And it's I think strange. From, Definitely. For me, the more pressing thing is this idea of, you know, Will Smith having to step down from the Academy and, and him, all his projects are yeah. being canceled now. Like they canceled literally everything that he has in development. Wow, um, I didn't know that. And so he's literally well, getting Bel Air. Wait, oh, sorry. No, no, never mind. I mean, that's ordered for never two mind. seasons already. So that's going to happen no matter what. But yeah. whether they continue after that is a different question. But I was yeah. thinking of something else that got renewed today. Totally. <laughs> I just I, like I just think it's there's a lot of hypocrisy in terms of the Academy oh, and yeah. the way they've handled this. And, you know, I mean, there's countless examples, but like someone like Roman Polanski, for you know, instance, mm -hmm. who is yeah. uh, like, I think, a convicted rapist. Right. Or. Yeah. Uh, confirmed like rapist, whatever, whatever you want to call arrested. it. Uh, and he still has his Oscar and he's still a member of the Academy. So it's one of those things where it's Weinstein. like, I get Weinstein. I mean, dude, the guy has like probably 10 best picture winners at this point because yeah. he was the master of campaigning. But point being is that I think there's a lot of hypocrisy going on with that. And like you said, Lauren, I don't feel yeah. equipped to speak to it just because, you know, we are again, like you said, a, bu a bunch of white people, but, um, yeah, I think there's something definitely like a deeper conversation um, to be had there for sure. Yeah, I think I think whether white or black or Asian or Hispanic or whatever you are, I think 
you can acknowledge that making a joke, like, okay, make a joke about their relationship because it's very public and they, and they talk about it all the time. Don't make a joke about someone's appearance, especially since they're probably uncomfortable with what they're going through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, especially when you've made a documentary about the issues yeah. black women face with their hair. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, what does him having to step down from the academy really? What are the consequences of that? He just he, can't vote. Yeah, he in can't the vote anymore. Um, I think he can still be nominated, but he just yeah, he's so not yeah, a voting member. Yeah, I yeah. I don't see that as a big loss for him, honestly. No, I think the obviously the bigger loss is his career, um, yeah. which is kind of sucks. Like, I hope that like we see more will smith projects you know but at the same time yeah. like it's definitely an overreaction in a lot of ways so yeah i uh i think he's gonna be fine i think so too i i wouldn't be surprised if he had to go through some sort of treatment anger management right something or other at some point to you know kind of save his image quote unquote yeah, um, seems, academy yeah it seems like yeah. he um he kind of needs some therapy anyways you know like i said yeah. i think that again i'm no psychologist but i just feel like there's some maybe some deep seated issues there that kind of came to the surface in that moment so well and i was reading a thing too where uh i guess he came from an abusive household and he watched didn't. his father abused his mother and didn't stand up for things. And so his mm -hmm. whole persona of the, you know, the funny, cool, like, uh, guy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. The Fresh Prince, um, was his coping mechanism for that of like, mm -hmm. cool, I'm going to make jokes and be cool. To like, you know, smooth the tone. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't negate, his past and how he grew up. And so, you know, that it was, it's probably something re rooted in that trauma as well, which it doesn't justify it at all, but might explain a little bit more where it came from in order to help solve that problem, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, hopefully like I said, he, he probably just shouldn't have done it on live TV. Uh, <laughs> right. I, I look, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say I'm pro-violence or pro-anything, but if someone was making fun of my wife's hair, I'd probably want to slap them too. Yeah. Uh, again, Will, there are better times to do it than when there are cameras on you. Indeed. Indeed. Advice for Will Smith in the future for when he listens to this episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, Will, what up? Uh, Coda won Best Picture, which I thought... Indeed. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I want to. And I I've thought... Heard. I don't know if it was an underdog. It kind of sounded like it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm surprised I mean, that it beat it out due. Power of the Dog, honestly. Yeah, that too. That was the front runner. Yeah, the Power of the Dog was the front due. runner, and then the last few weeks, like Coda, kind of like started winning a lot more of the PGA stuff and you know the yeah. SAG mm -hmm. stuff. Um, I still haven't seen it as well, but I've heard really, really great things. And for me, yeah. I just think it's hilarious that for all everything Netflix has done to try to win a Best Picture Oscar. Of course, Apple TV gets there before they do. <laughs> like, it it's, it's, it's yeah. very funny to me. It was, I mean, it was a groundbreaking win in, in multiple ways in that, yeah, it was the first streaming service yep. to win an Oscar. And it was groundbreaking for the deaf community as well, yep. as well as, Absolutely. Um, I'm so tired, you guys. My brain can't think of the actor's name. Yeah, but Tony. He won K Best Kutzer. Actor. Tony. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Kutzer, um, yeah. Uh, him winning best actor as well. Like it's, it's so awesome to see at least that representation. Um, Absolutely. Being acknowledged as well, though for all, you know, 
all that being said, the fact that they only had interpreter ASL interpreters during those speeches yeah. isn't yeah. great on well, the Academy's ba- part. Ba- baby <laughs> steps, you know, baby steps, I guess. Good. It was all yeah. for show on their part. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they, you know, can step it up next year. But mm-hmm. if there's ever an Oscars again. That's true. Though the Grammys aren't looking good after last night either. So what happened at the Grammys? Oh, uh, you know, Louis C.K. got a Grammy for his oh, yeah. comedy album. Heard about yeah, that. Yeah, that's oh. another one that's like, <laughs> nobody's, everybody's still talking about the Will Smith thing and nobody's talking about that. You know, that's where yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's just weird. Lots but, of these um, guys are coming back. I heard uh, Chris D'Elia was headlining the comedy store the other night. Uh, and I was like, really? oh, I didn't know he was back. Yeah, next is uh, TJ Miller, dude. Oof. Yeah, it's... Uh, there's like a there's like a half life for these things, and it's like <laughs> just, well, just yeah. keep them away forever. Nobody wants Chris D'Elia. Yeah. He's not. He was, you know, there was an era for that style of humor, and it's not now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we've got one more problematic man to talk about a little bit later on. So boy, howdy do, but it's okay because it's gonna be mostly talking shit about him, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else happened was, this uh, week? The other major thing was the nice. uh, the video, right? That um, the our our favorite oh, friends. Oh yeah, well I guess that's not the last of the problematic men. Uh, yeah, exactly. The the Snyder Bros are back at it. They're gonna find a way to <laughs> stay relevant forever. I in twenty years, Snyder's gonna yeah. be dead. Not you, okay, God. I'm not like wishing death upon him. Yeah. Let's say he dies of natural causes at some point in the future. Because yeah. you're saying the cause dies. is going to outlive him. The, yeah, the, the man Snyder himself are going to be like, yeah. no, it's he can do it from in beyond a- the grave. His vision is still there on paper. <laughs> yeah, a hundred years from now. Oh God, there's no gonna be Snyder Bros. I mean, they well because they um they had another banner above WB the other day. There Ugh. was that they they did a truck um, too somewhere yeah. trying to do the make the Batflick movie that was like about a week ago or as well. I mean, yeah. Any Snyder Bro I come across at Comic Con and that's a fucking gauntlet. Ch- I'm pulling off my glove and I'm putting it on the steps well, of the of the convention <laughs> hall. Fight me, as mofos. You jump them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I jump them. Yeah. Uh, I'm no, I'm far too old for that. Now we we've retired <laughs> that tradition a few years ago. Yeah, as I strained my hammy trying to do it for the last time. Oh man. Um, but no, I you know Comic Con's going to be coming up, and I guarantee you, if they're not over it by then, uh, there will be some sort of Snyderverse presence. Anyway. Oh yeah, dude. Some, There's going to be nerd trucks on the shit. internet released like a Riddler, all of the Batman meets Anonymous style video yeah i i'm gonna be honest i didn't watch the whole thing because the first Neither 10 seconds is so yeah. cringy yeah, no <laughs> he's like oh brothers and sisters of yeah. the snyder verse now is our time he's yeah like, it was never it's, your fucking it's time bad dude and the, the funny thing is too is that so i was chastised a little bit for calling the snyder bro community a cult like i was kind of half mm-hmm. joking but like i'm also like these people are you know simps for this man and uh when they posted this it's a page called the snyder cult or something like that the snyder verse cult is the person who posted it and i mean i i'm actually not surprised but the account has like close to 500 followers which is funny because that's about how many riddler had in the batman Uh, that's true but uh yeah this is definitely a fringe group you know and i don't think like this really represents the Snyder verse movement 
in the slightest. Like these are extremists, you know, this is like an alt right of the Snyderverse uh, people. But at the same time, it, they're literally dragging not only that movement, but like Zack Snyder's name through the mud by doing yeah. shit like this. Right. Like they think they're being cool and edgy and like creating a splash. And it's like, all you're doing is making yourself look like more of an asshole than you have already made yourself to be. If any of these movies were even slightly good, I would understand. Yeah. I just don't get it in, yeah. in the least. We've exhausted this topic over years I know, it's just, man. It's not going to happen, guys. Yeah. Let it go. Make another movie. Yeah. Just, just be done. Put your, put your horse behind in, or in, in, in front of a different cart. Jump on a different bandwagon. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Dude, if anything, get on the uh, release the Schumacher cut bandwagon. That's when I can hop on. <laughs> There's actually a, a page for that. They're trying to get it. Trying to get. How many followers do they have? I'm not sure, but I'm one of them. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Speaking of Snyder, though, they had the uh, most fan or the most cheered fan moments or whatever. Oh, my gosh, which and was hilarious. The Dead and Justice League were up in the top there, yeah. and people were on Twitter arguing with um, qualified real movie journalists about how uh, Snyder versus won an Oscar. Oh, and yeah. And was like, no, they this put is it- not a real Oscar. <laughs> They put it on the Wikipedia page too. It's all three-time Oscar winner, like that kind of shit. Yeah, it's like, dude, it's so funny. And and you know, of course, you know this this uh, this best fan moment, and all this stuff they did with at the Oscars was supposed to be of all movies of all time. And of course, the Snyder Bros had to come in and invade and ruin that moment, which you know yeah, is is even more of a case just to not do that ever again. Like you tried it, it was a failed experiment. Move on, you know, be done. Yeah, so we're gonna, I'm I'm expecting some sort of weird like eyes wide shut uh, cult gathering of the mm-hmm. Snyder Bros at Comic Con <laughs> yeah. this year. It's gonna be in the depths of like Hall B. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be like it's gonna be in the basement in of the of, of the convention center. Yeah, it's the first time they've yeah. ever let anybody in the basement. <laughs> they're gonna just put them put them down there, and they're gonna be like, yeah, just yeah, you lock can go them away in the cellar. Thing. You're good. Yeah. Fucking yeah. close that door behind them. Okay, let's please move on from that. Yes, yes. Uh, main topic time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah, wasn't too really... much more news in the last week since we cast it. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Moon Knight came out. Indeed. Yeah, it did. Been waiting for this for a little bit. Uh, I <laughs> Very out of character for me. I only, I only uh, finally got to watch it yesterday. Yeah. Wow. Um, I was out of town all weekend, and I... It seemed like the wrong time to be like, "Hey, babe, I'm gonna take a uh, a break from our vacation and watch Moon Knight." Uh, <laughs> so I had to wait. Um, <laughs> when did you guys watch a day of midnight? Uh, well, I watched no. it the day of. I watched it Saturday morning. Cool, nice. cool, 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 cool. Um, I have thoughts. Okay. Who wants who who wants to go first? Uh, I guess I can start if you guys are fine with that. Yeah. I, um, I enjoyed it. Uh, in short, like I, I definitely, um, definitely want to see, like it felt very cliffhangery in terms of, you know, Mm. like a two part sort of pilot, I guess, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was very different from any show that we've seen so far in terms of structure. I really Mm -hmm. enjoyed that. Um, and yeah, I just think that this is a really intriguing show so far, but yeah. you know, we're only one episode in, so 
um, hopefully that trend will continue. But yeah, I'm digging yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I don't know a ton about Moon Knight. I do know uh, enough to know that it seems like they've already uh, taken some creative liberties as far mm-hmm. as uh, character portrayal. Yes. For the ident like the alter ego identities, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But or personalities, I guess in this case. Um. But I, yeah, I agree with you, Taylor. Like, I'm definitely intrigued. I'm not sure um, how it's going to play out as far as, like, where it will put it be put in the rankings for me with the MCU shows. But it feels uh, very, like, Memento-esque to mm-hmm. me. Um, and there's a, I, I feel like they dropped a lot of questions in the first episode that I'm very yeah. confused in a good way by that like yes. i know they'll answer Intrigued. but i'm like what is how ha- i have no idea what's going on mm-hmm. um but i also love like egyptian mythology and stuff so i i'm yeah. digging this tie-in too as well um and you know the fact that it's set at a british museum also <laughs> hits close to home so yeah <laughs> definitely yeah no, definitely for sure and you know one of the things that's interesting is like the way that it kind of sells that intrigue, but Mm -hmm. also feels like very character centric. You know what I mean? Like it's all about putting you in the shoes uh, of, of, of Steven, you know what I mean? So you're um, like, you're definitely experiencing it very much from his POV at this point, like in along with him. Yeah. Why there's so many questions. Totally. And that's why I love that subjective kind of point of view. You know what I mean? Like literally putting you in the shoes of a character. And I think that's like what I'm talking structure and all that stuff. So I Mm -hmm. I really appreciated that about the series. Yes. To everything you guys have said, I'm loving (laughs) the mystery and the intrigue. I'm loving the setup. Um, I will say Ethan Hawke's character is in one single issue of moon Knight as an as like a offshoot side piece so he they there there needs i think there needs to be some larger threat or maybe ethan hawk needs to have some sort of like secret that we mm-hmm. don't quite know mm-hmm. about for him to be any sort of match yeah. for moon Knight. um like you said it's obviously the first episode so i'm sure we'll get something else mm-hmm. um but i just want to throw it out there if we're talking about Egyptian mythology kind of seems like a good time to start laying the groundwork for the first mutant and Saba Nur, also known as Apocalypse. Just going to throw that out there. I thought you were going to say Mephisto. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's Morbius's job. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, no, the first ever mutant, man. You know, Apocalypse was uh, back in the Egyptian times, so Mm -hmm. they're probably not going to, but it would be a good time to do so if you ever wanted to lay the groundwork for anything like that in the future. I wouldn't be so su- go ahead, Lauren. Sorry. No, no, you go because you're on this. I'm gonna go on a little bit of a tangent. No, I was just gonna say I wouldn't be surprised if we see like little visual hints at that. You know, maybe if there's like some hieroglyphics in like a pyramid or a set or something mm-hmm. where they kind of put that in, like um I could see that. So that would be cool. Yeah, see, you were saying, Joel, um that you know, Ethan Hawk's character is only in in one issue. And so he'll have to be a bigger threat. And uh, for me, not knowing anything about that character at all, Mm -hmm. um, the way it appears he might be going in this show is that he's like the underling for some god and that god will be the threat. Yeah, I can see that. But 
but I don't know. Again, I don't know anything about my character. So. Yeah, well, especially with con- the, whole, the whole Conchu thing, too. So Right. Um, that would make a lot of sense. Um, I'm enjoying the character he's portrayed so far, though. I enjoy the opening where he, like, puts the glass in his shoes, and, you know, he mm-hmm. really is, like, I don't know if martyr is the right word, but he really is, like, you know, like a servant of yeah. know, this god that he serves, uh, which I looked a little bit into it. Disciple? It's like, yeah, disciple's a good word. Mm-hmm. Um the thing that he worships, I've been looking a l- little bit into this. It's not even a god. When Horus would weigh your your heart against a feather, if yeah. you lost, you would be fed to this beast, which had yeah. the head of an alligator, the body of a pig, and some hooves. I think I don't. I don't. I don't remember everything I read. Um, but so he serves like this beast creature that serves other gods. So we're you know we're on like a there's like a pyramid. Yeah. pun intended of the hierarchy <laughs> of of these gods um yeah. so yeah it, it and you know at in the end we see them like use like a jackal which is in a lot of like egyptian mythology mm-hmm. um so there are clearly going Nubis. to be other yeah there's going to be other supernatural elements to this um i will say if steven is such an idiot like Konshu keeps calling him how does he gain control of his body so much? Like he keeps like taking over from Mark Spector when Khonshu and Mark are both like, no, fuck this guy. We need control of this. It's like, well, then fucking take control. Don't let this idiot keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. definitely like unclear, you know what I mean? Um, in that respect. But like, I didn't really question that too much. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, look, there's a lot of, there's a lot of interesting stuff. I, I just want to point out Oscar Isaac, like we all knew, at least I knew he was going to be good in this based on the trailer, but like he ne- freaking knocked it out of the park in terms of yeah. all the different accent, accent work oh, he's doing. He's chewing on it. dude. Yeah. Like he's just totally just bat, just going for broke, you know, bat shit, crazy, like Nicholas so Cage comedy, level you know? of yeah. acting, you know? Um, so I really appreciated that. I feel like it's, uh, <laughs> at least this this first episode reminded me a lot of Venom, but better. <laughs> as far yeah. as those gags of something yeah. li- like inhabiting his body and he's fighting it, yeah, like physically and stuff. Totally, as well. especially with the voice and all that stuff as well. Yeah, it's so. funny you say yeah. that because my roommate was even like, "Is the Conchu voice the same dude that did the Venom voice?" <laughs> no, <laughs> it's Tom Hardy did Venom, obviously, but yeah. uh, F. Mary Abraham did Conchu, so yeah, um, that was a nice little surprise as well for all the enjoying- um, Amadeus stands out there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying the um, Khonshu character design a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, I will say, though, that the CGI in this episode, the first one oh. at least, was like... When they when he's like chasing them down like the Alps Mountain or whatever, and then like the car stops and the guys it, get out of it, I'm like, that's that car's yeah. not there. It was yeah. some of the worst CGI in any MCU thing, and this is like saying a lot because there haven't been some great like black panther comes to mind you know where the effects weren't the highlight of that movie Um, i will say also i walked in on dash watching black widow the other day and caught the tail end of it again and some of that cgi for that final battle like jumping out of the building and stuff was like very clearly like those are not real people (laughs) yeah 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 totally um which there's a reason that dune won at vfx at the oscars i mean the effects were spider-man yeah um yeah uh and so like i'm not really holding that against the project but i do think it's kind of funny that like 
Yeah. You know, the whole idea of these MCU shows in the beginning was like, oh, we're going to give them the budget of a movie, right? It's going to have movie level quality to it just spread over six hours as opposed to two. Um, But we're kind of I feel like we're kind of starting to see the limitations of that a little bit, you know, just because they have so much stuff in the pipeline, too. And VFX houses have been really crunched, apparently, during the pandemic. So it's like shorter turnaround times. You don't get as much like revision on shots and things like that, I think. Yeah. But also if they're you know, if the budgets are comparable, then you got to think about it, too, is they are spreading out the same budget across Mm -hmm. a longer length of product. So. Yeah, something's something's gonna go when you got two hours versus eight yep. hours or whatever. Yeah, just making the car CGI. I was like, I understand you guys didn't actually go to these mountains and shoot on this road, but you could have shot in a real car. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait till Marvel they, like, starts using um more stagecraft, dude. That's like perfect. I know. For, they just need to start. They're gonna, the first one was Love Thor: Love and Thunder. So yeah, oh, sick. Yeah. Which that movie trailer for that's supposed to be coming out? That's all Taika's doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So (laughs) apparently, Mando, our flag, and that are all on the volume. Yep. So I'll talk about that later. It looks pretty good in our flag means death. So it does. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, uh, so I'm gonna ask something that's gonna make me seem really dumb. But um, Conchu is that the white costume that we see? Is that supposed to be Conchu? No, he's the Conchu's like the. Beak, like the, the like the wind. okay that yeah. comes in like the visions yeah yeah, with, yeah, yeah, with yeah. okay great yeah. okay country is the moon the moon god yes okay but that's not him like taking over the body by putting on the white suit well mark specter is the human avatar for the moon god country so like yeah. yes yeah okay. so they're like connected basically basically okay. for, all, for all intents and purposes yeah. like y- y- sort of. yes okay yeah. Um, I feel bad for Steven and he gets a bad rap in this episode, man. He gets a date with a, with a beautiful woman. Conchu fucks that up for him. You know, like he's got to tie himself to the bed every night. Yeah. He clearly, he clearly yeah. got a new fish. Like something happened to that other fish cause he wasn't there to feed it. Like yeah. Steven's just getting pummeled, man. Yeah. I'm also very curious, like how long he's been conscious of this because it seems like, you know, sometimes he is like, wait, what happened to my fish? Or like, I got this date. What is happening? Huh? But then at the same time, like he knows to tie himself up because yeah, he's going to go yeah, somewhere. Yeah. You know? Yep. Definitely. More, but then at uh, the same time he goes somewhere, but then physically is still in the bed. So then he thinks it's a dream. Yeah. More like, um, so it's more memento vibes going on with that for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So like, I know you kind of mentioned Ethan Hawke a little bit. What'd you guys think about his performance? Because I was st- I was not expecting much from him in this series, especially because a few years back, he's like, fuck Marvel. And like, I'll never do a Marvel movie. And then here he is, you know? Um, But uh, yeah, I enjoyed him. He was definitely a little more reserved, but like, uh, I like what they did with the character in terms of not making him just like an evil bad guy, like a mustache twirling kind of like cult leader. You know, he's definitely got like specific goals and, you know, uh, I definitely like what they did, especially when he shows up like at the museum I was just uh, and, and all that yeah. stuff. I, I, I really enjoyed that. So, yeah, I'm wondering if this whole like weird cult thing that he started maybe happened in like the five years of the blip, right? Where like oh, society is kind of crumbled, and he's like, I'm gonna take advantage of this. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true because we don't particularly know yet where on the timeline this show sits, right? Mm. I don't think so. No. 
but he's got, you know, I find it, it, he clearly has some sort of supernatural powers outside of just like the moving tattoo, right? Cause he drains that old lady of yeah. like life, like force or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's more going on with him that we're going to find out. He clearly summons the jackal in the end. Um, he's confused that like, it didn't show what the scales gave to Steven, but it clearly either chose good or what it was un- unable to choose. I think that was the point was that it was unable to choose. And that's why he was like, there's chaos in you because yeah, yeah. there's clearly more than one thing residing within him. So it can't, mm-hmm. it's getting mixed messages on the scale. Mm. Yeah. That's what I thought. It was Not, yeah. That, that, that's <laughs> right now. It's pretty much the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the scene in the bathroom where he's talking to himself, like Mark and Steven kind of come face to face. The infinite mirrors don't show more of the Mark but they show like all of Steven cause he's there like physically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a cool like a camera gag. trick that, yeah, it's a good gag. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he transforms and we don't really get, I, I found it odd that as he begins to transform into Moon Knight, they cut away. Yeah. Like, well, I the felt hero like shot of the episode, like you're not going to show him like transforming. Well, I felt like, yes, we'll probably see him transforming, but yeah. you know, it's one of those things where they want to build up to it. You know, it's like, yeah. In Alien, you don't want to show the alien in the first 20 minutes of the movie, you know? Um, so I think that's kind of what they were going for. But I know it definitely was a little abrupt in the moment. But, yeah, uh, you know, outside looking in, you know, looking back, I guess, if you will. Uh, I really like that as like a moment. Like a, oh, it's almost like a splash page that like ends an issue where it's like, oh, fuck, like I got to read the next issue. So it felt very comic booky in that respect. Um, and I did appreciate that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about it in the way of like a splash page. Yeah. Very, very uh, comic booky. Which is cool because we get kind of a really cool like reveal character moment, you know, as opposed to just like some CGI bullshit, you know. Um, Which, you know, like you said, we'll probably see that in a few episodes. We'll definitely get more of that. But at least they're (laughs) starting out, you know, with like. I think of Falcon and the Winter Soldier where that they have that huge action sequence in the first episode, you know? Yeah. Um, not that I didn't like appreciate or not like that sequence, but it just, the way this does it is, is smart because it's really coming from a character, a uh, place of character development and then, you know, go into all the MCU, you know, checklist of MCU stuff that they have to do. So <laughs> fucking a, yeah. It, I like the, sort of the portrayal that Mark's, you know, so he has this alternate identity and I don't know if they kind of just tried to lead you believe, lead you to believe that it's just like another like personality within his head, but he's clearly got powers aside from the suit. I mean, he's whooping ass on this jackal, which is like a supernatural creature. Right. So Moon Knight ain't no one to be fucked with. Yeah, totally. <laughs> How much else happened? Wu Tang got yeah, shit. I don't remember. I was what gonna it is. say I was gonna say Moon Knight should join the Wu Tang. Yeah, I was gonna say that. There you go. It would be a good fit. The joke before it began. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, again, like, very excited to see where this goes. But uh, you know, yeah. Uh, I think Marvel might be getting a better hold of how they're doing their TV shows now, which is good because you know we're kind of out of that phase of early MCU shows where it was all like penned stuff that got affected by the pandemic you know what yeah I mean? yeah um not to say the pandemic's done because it's not but yeah. at least they figured out a pipeline for it you know it, it takes some time affected by lockdown yes yeah sure. exactly um yeah i 
I'm glad that we have yet another new uh, genre of show from them, yes. I feel like. And they're not shying away from the violence in this. I know everyone was yeah. freaking out about the whole um, Falcon Winter Soldier like Disney Plus edit, which yeah. ended, oh. which I guess ended up being an accident. That someone uh, uploaded that. Come you know, on, the, that's uh, no accident, dude. That's was an accident right. or was an April Fool's joke. Yeah. Oh, I, that's I really, that's a really yeah, niche a point. April Fool's joke. Like you have to watch <laughs> hey, Falcon and Winter Soldier on that yeah. day. <laughs> they don't shy away from the violence in this. There's a lot of blood. You know, there's yeah. a lot of violence. There's an old lady who flips them off, which I thought was a hilarious gag. Yeah. 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 I is, think honestly, that was the most surprising thing for me. It was yeah. more so than the violence was that. Yeah, right. They didn't kind of lean away from I don't want to say R-rated, but they didn't shy away from the more mature um yeah, subject matter, I guess, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it was a great start. Only 6 episodes, so yeah. this the thing will be oh, done yeah. before we know it. Uh, I'm yeah. just looking for some blade references, guys. I just want to get some blade set up. Uh I think we're going <laughs> to I think we're definitely going to get it. Do you think we'll actually see blade in this? Like, you know how sometimes they're doing the characters you know, setting them up in other series before they get their own thing. I don't know if we'll see him. We might hear him again. But mm-hmm. mythology definitely lends itself to things like vampires. You oh, know what 100%, I mean? so, dude. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I don't know where else he could really show up in, the in like, the upcoming slate. I don't think they're going to try to cram him into Multiverse of Madness. Um, so yeah, this, this could be a good time to at least start laying the groundwork a little bit more after that Eternals post credit scene, you know? Yeah. Dude, it would be cool if we get a cameo from Mahershala in, uh, Multiverse of Madness and it's just him giving the, some of the fakers always trying to ice skate uphill. Uh, that would be the best. You don't need anything else. That's all you need. (laughs) They just jump through a portal and it's him saying that. And that's how you introduce him. That's terrible writing. And then they just leave. (laughs) That's a lame catchphrase. I love that. That shit's great. Some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate up here. Uh, Speaking of vampires, Joel. Yeah. We've been watching some other stuff. Yeah, we're going to segue into kind of like a what we've been watching, but this can, I don't know, kind of be like a sub-main topic, I guess, yeah. because Taylor and I watched it, and we've been talking about it for literal years at this point. Like, it's no longer, <laughs> you know, it's not like a week-by-week thing. We've been talking about this movie for years, and that's right, folks. I'm talking about the critically acclaimed, future uh, Oscar-winning Morbius. Yeah, the, the the only film to ever get over 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. 200 and something percent. Yeah. Did you guys see that shit? Dude, uh, Morbius made two bajillion kajillion dollars, guys. It's made so <laughs> much money in the week it's been out. It's insane. It actually um, did make way more than I was expecting. Like, I think it took, took like 40 million opening weekend this past weekend so wow yeah well it is april 5th and not april 1st so uh <sighs> i don't actually believe any of those things but i did go and see the movie taylor saw it as well <laughs> i did um it is bad yeah i think it's worse <laughs> than we even imagined dude like seriously it's so bad like here's man. the here's the thing like you could we could rag on morbius all all day we've done that in the past but the thing for me was that now it, we've seen it it was just so fucking boring like there's it's lifeless and not to use that pun just because of the whole vampire thing, but it literally, it just, (laughs) there's nothing that exciting about it. There's nothing that's fun about it. There's nothing that's cool about it. Like it's just the most boring 90 superhero movie that happened to get made like 30 years later, you know, so much Um, wasted talent. Matt Smith is, it's so bad, dude. So, so here's, here's the thing though. Like even in the trailers, they, they, they had some fun stuff like the, Oh, 
I am Venom. Just kidding. It's Dr. Michael Morbius. You know, like it's not a great line, but at least it has a sense of humor, right? It's not just being a boring piece of fucking turd. You know what I mean? Uh, By the way, that, that line is not in the movie, but he does say I am Venom, which makes no sense in the context. There's actually at least three or four scenes that were in the trailer, major scenes, action scenes, all that stuff that weren't in the movie. So I'm pretty sure that this movie was edited to hell. Like they're like, we're just going to cut it down to a hundred hour and 45 minutes. Like I know this sucks to say, but like I almost would have preferred a little bit longer of a movie if it was, fun right if it just no, didn't, Taylor, no no i mean like they, uh, let, let's be honest we could have had a two and a half hour morbius movie and they, at least they spared us from that so yeah. <laughs> that's a win i guess but i was um, reading a i was reading an interview with the director and you know that like the famous shot in the trailer of like him walking past the toby Maguire spider-man poster it's not, right? in, it's oh, not in the movie yeah. not only is it not in that the director was like i did not know they were gonna do that yeah, yeah. Like, he was in like that was fucking news to me yeah, yeah. There's a couple things. He's he's. Uh, I will say that the director's name's Daniel Espinosa. He's made a couple good movies. Like he did Life, um, that movie Life, oh, yeah. and uh, he did something else too, which is uh, um can't think of right now. But uh, he has had one hell of a press tour promoting this movie. Everybody, so you know, he came out and he spoiled the movie. Uh, like the post credits before the movie came out. Yeah. Then uh, he talked about how Jared Leto. Someone asked him, oh, is it, I heard a story that Jared Leto would. Oh, this is the most insane thing. You tell him, Joel. Oh my God. So, you know, Jared Leto, big character actor, right? Loves to fucking be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Method. Yeah, like in Blade Runner 2049, he like put contacts in so he would be blind, you know? So it's that kind of shit. So when he would take bathroom breaks, he would hobble to the bathroom like (laughs) the cripple in the movie that he was before becoming Morbius. Yeah. And it was wasting so much time on set that they had to be like, look, dude, can we like put you in a wheelchair and we'll take you to the bathroom? It's going to save us like 40 minutes. Yeah. I hate everything about that. And he agreed to that. Yeah. But yeah, he's just wasting people's time and money on set like a fucking. No, I just, just, you got to, you got to admire Jared Leto's commitment to making life harder for everyone else that's around him. Like it's (laughs) just a constant goal of his, you know, whether it's sending used condoms to all his cast members or spilling some shit like this. You know, it's 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 uh, it's quite the uh, quite the feat this man has pulled off. It is. Um, yeah, for the record, that is part of the reason why I didn't go see that movie is for yeah. the stuff he does like that. Aside yeah, from the other problematic issues of him being a so. Pedophile. So but. speaking of which, like we should definitely address that because uh, another part of the press tour we came out, <laughs> Jared Leto apparently said he's been preparing in quotes to play a pedophile. Um, and it's oh, like, bro, you're a real life what? pedophile. Like, it, Wait, are you, is, is this just a pedophile? It, no, 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 it's just Jared Leto. Oh, just unrelated. He's making yeah, no, he's just like, I want to basically, he's... he was like, I want to play a pedophile. And he was like, I've been preparing. So you're doing was the research for a role you don't even have. Exactly. Like you're that's the idiot. implication. Are but, we a hundred percent sure that Jared Leto is not a Republican congressman? Hey, Matt Gates and shit. Exactly. It's just Matt. It's Matt Gates's Beavis to Jared Leto's. Uh, sorry, Matt yes. Gates's butthead to Jared Leto's Beavis. How about that? Yeah. Uh, and but there, there's so much they sh- they fucking cut out of this movie. Like yeah. you said, apparently Tyrese has like a bionic arm in like in like uh, in like um, uh, set photos. Yeah, that he's like barely. He's up. barely like, even in the movie. Like five ten minutes of screen time. Yeah, yeah, he plays like the, the the cop hot on the trail, hot on Morbius's mm. trail, as if there wasn't a more fucking cliched 
trope at this point. Um, yeah, but and then so just so people know too, Jared Leto, uh, it's I don't want to call it an open secret, but it's pretty close to that at this point that Jared Leto is like uh, kind of a pedophile and like definitely likes the underage girls, uh, which he apparently always reaches. He's a DMer um, and people have been actually making jokes like, oh, you know, like now you've DMed all of Twitter. Like, what's this? What's your success rate kind of thing? Um, It's it's not great. Um, So, yeah, I mean, not to say that like that should have an impact on the review of the movie, but um, it's definitely not good. And I mean, Jared Leto tries, I guess, but it's like, there's nothing even there for him to do, you know, like it's just the writing is Matt so Smith tries to Matt Smith like... has a couple of fun moments. Like there's this whole scene where he's like dancing, you know, and yeah. like that was, oh, it was a short moment, but, but it's fun. You know, that was probably one of the funnest moments in the movie. And then, um, yeah, I pretty much just fell asleep at the end, like halfway through this movie and had to keep myself awake uh, for the last 45 <laughs> minutes. Like it's just, so, it was literally so, just so boring. Let me bring uh, it down to you this way, Lauren. I did not try to squeeze that in. The then. final yeah. battle, Morbius wins by actually using a bunch of bats. Yeah, oh, and then oh, he I also... Oh, I heard about this. Okay, yes. so my one of my coworkers saw it opening night and he was like, I'm staying after work because I'm going to meet friends to see it. And I was like, are you sure you want to do that? Because it's going to be real bad. Yeah. And he didn't believe me. And the next morning I was like, hey, Jalen, how was the movie? And he was he literally ranted at me for 20 minutes about how awful it was. And then he told me about this final fight where he literally uses bats. Yeah. No. And then he uses the bats. And, he and then like, he also does a bat uh, Hadouken as well. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. was like insane. insane. Yeah. And also he was saying that like uh, his basically he has to like kill his best friend or whatever. And the whole time he's like acting like he's a hero, but then instantly when Vulture comes, he's like, yeah, I'll go kill someone. I don't even know. Dude, the yeah, post credit no. scenes make no sense. I didn't even stay for the That's second one. I, like, I watched the first one. Sense. Yeah, it was, phew, I will say they saved just like they saved us from a two hour Morbius movie. They saved us from a full post credit scene. It's two mid credit scenes. Yeah. So you do. Yeah. So you don't even have to wait till the end of the credits. Fucking yeah. Thank God. Thank but Lord. Like, this whole thing about it being his best friend, it's like, bro, you don't even call him by his real name. Like, yeah, the whole setup is they're in this like, uh, like hospital for like, it, like diseased children, and he calls the kid Milo, and the guy's like, my name's not Milo, it's Lucius, and he's like, oh yeah, but there was a Milo there before you, and he died, or was it the kid before? I don't really know. Yeah, and then instead of like standing up for himself, Matt Smith's character's name for the entire rest of the movie, and he even calls him himself milo it's like stand up it's not your fucking name like what are you that's weird <laughs> even goes like you gave me my name it's like no, yeah motherfucker you had a name yeah yeah uh in the blade voice uh yeah, yeah. no and then that's so weird. the other thing too just to cap off the wonderful press tour is uh so like everybody obviously like trashed the movie on twitter and was making jokes and shit over the weekend and uh apparently he responded to all it says, well, let's just I'll read the variety article. It says Morbius director responds to critics hating his movie. And in quotes, it says, I have a lot of self-hatred. <laughs> so at least he's taking it on good terms because I think this movie, I don't think he had final cut on this thing. And I don't I, I, not. like, I think he probably had a pretty bad experience making this movie as well. So, um, you know, at least he's willing to roll with the punches and uh, I kind of feel bad for the guy. Yeah. Being in his, his position. Makes no sense. You know, so in Spider-Man, No Way Home, we know for a fact that people have that have traversed universes 
go home. Mm-hmm. So mind you, not only is the vulture somehow in the Sony verse instead of vice versa, mm-hmm. somehow he stays. He doesn't go back to yeah, the MCU. Doesn't, doesn't make any sense. He he's found in a prison. And they're like, oh, we can't keep him here because there's no record of his crimes. So they let him go. And then he still doesn't go back home to his universe. He somehow finds the vulture suit. Another thing that makes no sense. Somehow contacts Morbius, which also makes no sense. And then, yeah, is like, want to join my super bad guy team? And Morbius, who is trying to be a good guy the entire movie, I don't want to kill people. I'm a good vampire. Some, for some reason, goes... Yeah, fuck it. I'll help you kill some teenage kid. Yeah, I'll just yep. help you. I'll Why? help you kill some other bad Who guys. Who doesn't even exist in this universe? Yeah. Well, supposedly he. They say there's a Spider-Man the in every universe, of course. Right. So. But well, why is not the same Spider-Man no. though? Right. No. Exactly. That, that's what I mean. That's they're implying is it's a different. Universe, yeah. But it's not the same one. Even right. the poster that they put into the trailers, if they're trying to go that route, wasn't even the same one. It's from the PS4 it was game. Toby. No, it was from the PS4 game, I think. I think they oh, changed thought, it to Toby. Oh, they Toby. did. Okay. Originally yeah. it was. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. Like, man. Um, well, why is good guy vampire want to kill some kid that he's never heard of? Yeah. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Nope. Oh. Because Morbius. And apparently he turns people into vamp. Like, in the final thing, he, like, has to drink the blood of the woman he loves to give him the powers to defeat Matt Smith. Yeah. And, like, he bites her and then at the very end her like eyes open and she's a vampire and it's like wh- fucking what without her having to suck his blood or or without giving her the serum that turned them both into vampires it just makes there is no uh, there are no clear so he gets turned into a vampire rules. from a serum but then he can supposedly just turn, turn people pe- from then on don't yeah. question the logic of this movie Weird. <laughs> Yeah, Just I was don't. watching a breakdown and someone was like, conf- like trying to connect dots. And in my head, I was like, "Dude, it's the Sony verse. Tony, you're gonna get, a, <laughs> you're gonna have an aneurysm trying to figure all this shit out." Yeah, yeah seriously. Uh, yeah. So anyway, two hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Um, even bad movies, I recommend just get stoned and watch them. You'll have a good time. Yeah. Don't even don't even do that. With no, this movie. this this movie this makes Venom look like a freaking Stone Cold masterpiece. Let's put it that way. Wow. I will never watch this movie again unless I'm forced to on a podcast yeah. in the future yeah. where we have to watch every superhero movie. Ever. Maybe. Um, but I will literally never watch this movie again. Yeah. And we might then. even make an exception <laughs> for this one. <laughs> I, mean, I saw it once. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Exactly. The the memory uh, is seared into my brain. Funny anecdote really quick before we move on yeah. to what we've been watching. I So I, you know, had to see this for, for work and, um, so I go and, and, and my wife had a doctor's appointment and her, her mom was in town. And so they're like, she was going to go with her cause she, she hasn't had a chance to go to an ultrasound yet. And so I was like, perfect. I'll go see the movie, you know, like, well, you guys are gone. And I get my car going and my battery had died because I don't really drive my car. Like I'll drive it like every month or two at most. So I jump started it, drove it around. And then I was like, okay, you know, I'll come back and I'll hang out and then I'll get my ticket and go to the movie. And so I ordered my ticket. And freaking, I go outside and my car won't start. Dude, and the I, universe did not want you to watch this. Uh, right. <laughs> and I was like, of course. And so they were going and I was like, well, if I jump my car and I drive it over the movie theater, it's like not going to start when I come out of the theater. Cause it's not I'll starting be stuck now. watching Morbius forever. Yeah. 
So I was like, well, that sucks. I just basically had to, I, I had bought the ticket right before I left too. So in a nutshell, I paid to see Morbius twice and I'm not <gasps> happy about it. Uh, but I had to do it because it you was a work thing. You didn't get a refund because you I didn't tried, I, tr- go? I tried to. I tried to do it on the you phone. You don't have A-list? But, huh? You don't have A-list? No, no, I don't have A-list, but I have the, um, um, I have the, I just do it on the app. I just order my tickets on the app. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to, uh, I need to, to pour one out for that because I was a contributor to the have, problem. You should have asked them. When you got there, I know I didn't. I didn't really have time. Did you to? Uh, the one, the Covina location, dude. That's why they want you to watch the Morbius trailer four times. Yeah, they want you to pay for Morbius twice. Yeah. What's they next, right? I mean, a, Jesus, man. they're gonna mail you a copy of the Morbius Blu-ray. Oh, dude, it's dang just, it! It's just gonna show up, dude. I'll know I've reached the mountaintop when I get a used condom from Jared Little. Oh no. Sony will or never dead do rat. This. How about that? That's oh, a little better. God. Um, if 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 Sony's open to putting negative reviews as pull quotes <laughs> on the cover of their Blu-rays, um, let me let me let me pitch one for you guys over yeah. at Sony. Since you didn't take oh my, my Spider-Man gosh. one, yeah. can we talk about how they used the best Marvel movie of all time for Spider-Man: No Way Home instead of the best Spider-Man movie in the multiverse? Yeah, eat a dick, yeah. Sony. It's because they're anyway, Sony, dude. I mean, come on. I'm gonna pitch. Let's, um, let's be honest. I'm going to pitch um, uh, some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate a pill. Joel Reeves. Beautiful. About Perfect. Morbius. And that, this, this movie was trying to ice skate up Mount Everest, dude. It was <laughs> rough. Definitely. That's silly. Um, so, yeah. Well, what, uh, what, what would speaking you... of rough movies, my what we've been watching, one of them I haven't been able to finish. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. So, I'm oh, curious God. if you guys even know this movie at all yet. Because... I haven't heard anything about it, but it's well, on if Netflix she goes, now. It's Morbius. Yes. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Free. Sneak attack. Yeah. Um, surprise attack. Uh, uh, no, it's The Bubble on Netflix. Oh, the oh, Judd no. Apatow movie. Yeah. So I, I'll probably try to finish it because I, I try to finish what I start when it comes to movies. Uh, but... It's really rough, you guys. Yeah. Like yeah. the concept of it, it's got so many good people on it. It's, you know, Leslie Mann, Karen Gillan, Keegan Michael Key, Isn't Pedro um, Pascal in it. Pedro Pascal. Uh, oh, I don't know his name, but one of the actors from Our Flag Means Death actually is in it as well. Mm. Um, and the girl who played Borat's daughter. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, okay. Is, yeah. is in it as well. Um, so it's like it's got a stacked cast. Uh, but it's rough and it's like the whole it's the whole concept of it is that uh this cast of this blockbuster franchise gets asked to come back together during the height of the pandemic um to like revive cinema yeah their next movie um and so they're all having to bubble together in a hotel and like karen gillen's character had not done the last one. So they're all like mad at her for bailing on them, but now she's coming back for this one and like blah, Mm. blah, blah. And they get COVID at one point in it. So they have to go back into isolation. And it's called COVID in the movie. Uh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It sounds like a series, Um, not a movie. It's odd. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know if it's too like meta industry that it doesn't work. I don't know. Cause it's definitely, it definitely feels like a movie that if you're not in the industry, you 
definitely won't yeah. have any connection to. But even being in the industry, I'm like, I don't know. It's just real, real weird and bad, in my opinion. 200% so, on Rotten Tomatoes. You heard it here first from Lauren. Um, so, yeah, if you could check it out at all, let me know, because I'll be very interested. And if I finish it, I'll let you know. This seems but, like one I'm going to get stoned and watch. Well, you might enjoy it then, but <laughs> I don't know if that will mean I will continue to enjoy it yeah. or continue to watch it. Um, but I also started watching That's My Jam on mm. NBC, hosted by Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Um, you've probably seen clips of it on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, but it's uh, celebrities come on the show in teams of two, and they do different musical challenges for charity. Um, and so there's a video of, oh my gosh, my brain heard. Gosh, what is her name? There's it's she's Taraji B Henson. Oh, yeah. uh, singing. Um, Oh my gosh, it is late, you guys, and I have <laughs> had a really rough three weeks, so my brain is just stopping, but yeah. um, I will survive, but all the lyrics are wrong, so that, like, uh, they'll show the lyrics, they'll show her lyrics on screen that she has to sing to that tune. Yeah, okay. That's the video I've seen most going around from the show, um, but, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was on it, um, Taika Waititi and Rita Ora were a team on an episode, Um and it's Jimmy's new show on NBC. And, you know, if you want to throw something on in the background and you like, I think it stemmed out of a Tonight Show sketch. That would make sense. Um, or a game or whatever. Um, but if you want to see celebrities doing somewhat embarrassing singing challenges um, and or play along at home, it's it's cute. It's It was enjoyable to put on in the background uh, as a fun competition show. To yep. quote the big dog Randy, I'm going to say that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I know. I was like, I don't think either of you will necessarily like it, but folks yeah. at home. Yeah, probably I not. think it would be um, really fun to be in the audience of that show because yeah, it is filmed yeah. in front of a live audience. Like participation. Um, so I'm selfishly hoping that it gets a season two because it does film at Universal Studios Hollywood. Um, so then maybe I could go be in the audience of it. Hell yeah, there you go. But yeah, that's pretty much all that I've had time for this week, aside from what you're going to talk about, Joel. I saw something that was amazing instead of Morbius. I mean, I I also saw (laughs) in addition to yeah (laughs) to cleanse your palate. Everything, everywhere, all all at once. All at once. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. The other thing you're talking to talk about is what I'm going to talk about. Um, this movie fucks. With a capital really S, U C K S, it yeah. fucks, dude. Um, I love the concept of a multiverse. Obviously, stoked for multiverse of madness. Love a good action movie. Love a good like martial arts movie. Mm-hmm. Love a good family coming of age story. And it is literally all of these things all at the same time. And every actor in this movie hams it the fuck up, and it is nice. so good. Someone, some, some. Her her husband fights a bunch of people with a fanny pack like that. It's just like that's amazing. It that's is awesome. So good. Um, yeah, and they all kind of play different characters, right? Because it's like the multiverse thing. So she runs into like people she knows from other universes, yeah. you know, and then she gains you know the abilities and and memories of other people or yeah. the other hers. Um, 
and it's it's just a fun time, man. Like, yeah, it's if anything, it's a little long, but I that's such a nitpick complaint that I, you know, it's a I'm a sucker for a twenty four, and I was I I I could have watched even more of it if I, you nice. know, yeah, I'm excited to check out. this one out. It's a hard, uh, it's rare for me to say a ten out of ten, but it's a solid like nine out of ten, man. It's yeah. It was nice. really good. And Sweet. when I saw that movie, I saw the trailer for The Northman. And- oh, so oh, yeah, that looks, that. that looks great. Dude, I saw that so before good. Batman. I am in that movie. That's the first time I'd seen a trailer for it the somehow. Movie. And I was like, how do I watch this movie right now? Dude, I, no, I can't right believe now. you hadn't seen that, dude. That trailer came yeah, out a few months back, it. and it was I fucking know. awesome. That's what Carson said. I was like, yeah. I haven't seen this trailer. And she was like, the fuck? Yeah. Um, dude, Willem Dafoe. H- oh my God, man. I don't know. Robert looks- Eggers, dude. Robert Eggers yeah. is one of the most exciting. I mean, say what you will about the lighthouse, but at least he's like an interesting filmmaker, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, the lighthouse is for me, great for performances. Yeah. Uh, don't love the movie as a whole. Yeah. I thought the mermaid vagina was a weird touch, but yeah. uh, <laughs> overall, I think Robert Eggers is, you yeah. know, he's a visionary. And yeah. if a 24 is going to keep giving him, this kind of money to do seemingly whatever he wants. I'm on board, you know? Yeah. So absolutely. And then I watched before I get to what we both watched, Lauren, I watched um, the pilot for girl from plain view. Uh, oh yeah. How was that? Um, I didn't know it was Elle Fanning until like way after oh, yeah. she's like an adult now. And I only yeah. remember her being like, yeah, she child. did some serious prosthetic work, I think, for that. Uh, oh, yeah, as well. that, yeah. was, um, that would make a lot of sense, too. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, that's Elf. What? I, yeah, like, she to, definitely was, looks way different in this. Yeah. Um, I mean, knowing the story, I don't know how much, like, surprise I'm going to get out of it. But the performances are decent, at least. I like watching her kind of be this demented character, right? Because they don't really, like, give you what she's done in the pilot they like allude to things but they never so like if you didn't know the story that could become a big surprise or shock to like first time viewers or you know like people who aren't privy to what it's about so i guess i won't spoil it but uh i'll probably keep i mean i'm gonna finish our flag means death tonight probably so yeah i won't have anything else to watch i'll probably throw that on Nice. Um, did watch some Schmodown, obviously. Always am, dude. Team Action's back. That's yeah. fun. No one's gonna know what that means, but Drew Guy's back, man. He's a he's a he's a bad Jeez. guy once again, Taylor. And I Damn. love I love to see it. I had they hadn't they haven't played a match together in four years. It was fun, man. I liked it. Wow. Anyway, yeah. uh, might be screaming out the side of a tram at three time IG winner Mike Kalinowski soon. <laughs> giving me a tour but oh my god uh, and then yeah i've been watching our flag means death which uh is a hoot it's there's a lot more um heartfelt moments in it than i thought there were going to be i i guess i kind of went into it thinking it was going to be full slapstick like the entire time but there's mm. really nice heartfelt moments between uh reese and uh taika and um taika's blackbeard is just fucking solid gold definitely I not did. what i expected though right but it's like amazing yeah. in all the best I ways didn't think i could be more in love with him and then he went and played yeah. <laughs> this black beard and i was like yep. right there's just the, there's there just a scene where he's like let me show you how i survived a stabbing and he like pulls up his shirt and there's just like 80 like little yeah. like scars where he's been like poked before yeah uh, it's so it's so fun the small jokes in it are so good and then lauren you were telling me the cast is like stacked with big like cameos from stars but mm-hmm. i'm even just enjoying the like 
the like the side character like the supporting oh, yeah. actors on the ship like they're so yeah. fucking good like that whole side story where like the cook and the bard are like scamming like the rich french people yeah that just it was fucking hilarious man like yeah. it's everybody in the show has something to do and yeah. they do it so well yeah well that's all uh i think i mentioned plebs last time um, but Frenchie is on plebs okay, um, yeah, yeah. and plays a, a similarly vain character. Um, That's funny. But yeah, I just, I just think everyone on the show does such a fantastic job with their character, like big or small. Um, and like, I think I said this last time that I just love the way that they handle issues without making them issues mm, yeah, like yeah. you know with the whole thing of um the gay pirates jim yeah the gay pirates or jim yeah. now being yeah. jim yeah um stuff like that like yeah they don't make a thing of like oh they're gay or whatever no. well i mean they're honestly like, that this- oh he likes you obviously yeah Definitely. Uh, no, I was just going to say, like, honestly, I feel like the show is very, like, homoerotic in a lot of ways. Like, basically, I feel like the pitch for this was they were like, Taika, you can make any show you want, right? What do you want to make? And he was like, I want to make a gay pirate love show, right? Yeah. Like, that's really what it feels like. And I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a different type of uh, uh, story within that yeah. genre that we've never really seen before. And also, honestly, like, honestly, probably so freaking true. Oh, 100%. Just like the, oh, whole, just yeah. like the Wild West, you know? It's like, yeah. totally. But, uh, but, uh, the thing that was, that was cool to me too is like, I just love how positive it is, right? Like, it's yeah. not something that's like, we get so many dark and downery and like realistic, you know, movies. Like, I think of something like The Batman or whatever, you know, like, as much as I love that movie, it's very, you know, intense. Yeah. And this is just very breezy and it's funny and like, uplifting in a lot of ways and i i'm not as far along as you guys but already like that's one of my favorite things about this series yeah yeah man i love the sensitive soft side of blackbeard yeah which is hilarious like we all think of the blackbeard as this monstrous you know uh (laughs) captain but yeah it's just good good stuff it's just classic i want to say like kiwi humor just because most of what at least has gone mainstream here from uh new zealand creators is just utterly ridiculous um and it's all all peppered in there but with the heart as well like yeah what's the last thing that reese was like the lead of because i know you know he hasn't really been that's what i was he's he's always always been a supporting or a cameo or whatever Mm. this is i think this is truly his first lead role and he's doing Um, damn good job yeah i'm so excited for him because i have loved him for so long and like knew who he was for so long and i'm it's so exciting to see him finally get this chance he's and famed, of course it's he's like famed manager it's of the flight of the Concord. i know yeah, right. but like <laughs> everything every cameo he makes or even like bit part that he has like jumanji like he's one of the best parts about <laughs> or even in uh even in um things or guns, guns akimbo. akimbo yeah is what i was that thinking of was, that was a funny oh. cameo Welcome, yeah, weary so traveler. Obscene. You must be so tired. Here is yeah. a map. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good, man. So funny. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I probably won't talk about it. I've only got like an episode and a half left to watch. So like I probably won't revisit this on the next what we've been watching, but I doubt my opinion's gonna change. It's solid gold and I, I would recommend everyone it. to watch it so it gets a season yeah. two yeah. so I can be on it because 
yeah, in that's awesome your films shit. here. Yeah. I'd love to work on it, yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. would fit perfectly on you that would. show because I would. can sword fight. There you go. And be silly. <laughs> Indeed you can. And I yeah. want to play on the volume because like you said, Dude. it does look great. It looks great, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Um, I think that's all I've been watching. Nice, nice. Cool, cool. I did watch a like... Um, you know Nando V movies on YouTube? He was doing like a familiar. he was doing like a fan casting for all like the MCU X Men and supervillains or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he threw out Yahya Abdul Mateen for Apocalypse, and I just went, "Yeah, that uh, that'd be good. Yeah, that sounds good to me. That'd be super tight. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd be into that. Anyway, Taylor, what have you been watching? Uh, honestly, not that much other than Morbius. Um, paying for paying for two tickets, unfortunately, but uh, I did watch you. something a little special. Uh, I watched WrestleMania for the no first shit. time okay. in like twenty years. I always, whenever WrestleMania comes around, I always get the the WWE bug again, and I'll you know yeah. kind of watch clips of the matches or if people are posting on Twitter. I'll check it out. But uh, it's streaming on Peacock. If you're a subscriber on Peacock, you could watch it. It's not like a traditional pay per view, and it's two nights. So I just happened to to um, throw on the second night, and the first match I watch is Johnny Knoxville was in a match in WrestleMania. That's uh, nice. and he play, he fought this guy Sami Zayn uh, or Zayn. I'm not sure. It's not a wrestler I'm familiar with, and uh, it was basically a hardcore match. Uh, so Johnny Knoxville was doing all the classic jackass stuff and incorporating so it, funny. Oh, and wow. then so they brought some of the jackass crew as well. So they brought Wee Man out. He nice. freaking uh, body slammed the the opponent uh, like Hulk Hogan status. They brought Chris Pontius out. He did Party Boy. Nice. Uh, Jeff Tremaine and a couple of the other guys were in there. And then to end the match, I thought it was the funniest shit ever. He brought because he kept bringing all these contraptions out, right? Like so, he brought this thing out. You pull a lever and it's a boot and it kicks a guy in the nuts. And he used that on him, you know. So he <laughs> did like the whole jackass thing, which is funny. But the final one was a giant mouse trap. And so he laid him on it. They pulled the mousetrap, and then that's how he pinned the guy. So that Johnny is Knoxville hilarious. is undefeated at uh, at WrestleMania. Who would have thought about that? The only so, thing I know from WrestleMania is that Pat McAfee was there. Yes, right? so that was yeah. the other one that was interesting. I knew he was wrestling a match, but he actually yeah. did a really – he's been doing commentary for WWE yeah. for a while now, and uh, he did a really good job. I was very entertained uh, by that match. And yeah, then he's been showing all his like training, like regimens and yep, shit, like on his yep. Instagram and stuff for people who don't know. He's like a sports comment. He used to be yeah. a punter for yep. the Colts or all and decade punter like, for the Colts. Yeah. And then became like, you know, a sports commentator. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he's been like training really heavily for like this WWE thing, which, mm-hmm. Hey man, if you're retired and you're rich as fuck and that's like your passion, you want to just like start doing something bonkers. Like, fuck fuck yeah. Yeah, totally. And so that was really fun. And then, uh, the, there was also a match between, I'm sure you probably don't, uh, know these names, but edge, uh, and, um, Oh fuck. Who was it? Um, AJ styles, which was really good. Mm -hmm. It was like the, the kind of an acrobatic, like high flying match. So that was really fun. I was actually really entertained by all this stuff. I was like, I'm just going to throw WrestleMania on in the background and like do something else, you know, just have something on for background noise. And I actually found myself watching it. So, (laughs) Hey, who would have thought, you know, 20 years later, I'd be watching WrestleMania again, but, uh, yeah, style. He blinks and he's like, I've watched the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, I was building the the bat, the bat wing while I was watching it. So, um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. So I was surprised by that. Um, and then beyond that, I mean, not really much new, just been watching some old, 
Batman the Animated Series stuff. Uh, you know, just kind of rewatching certain things um, for background. So that's about it. Nice, man. Simple, yeah. simple and easy. Very simple. Next week, we'll have some fun things to talk about. There's some movies coming out. Sonic 2's coming out. And yeah. I was not a big proponent of Sonic 1 until Taylor sat me down and was like, yeah, to watch this movie, dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was pretty good. It was funny. So yeah. I will absolutely be watching the second one for Knuckles and Tails, respectively. Yeah, definitely. I'm not hearing some great things about it, yeah, uh, but I still want to watch it, and I'm yeah, still I'm hoping to have anyway. fun with it. Uh, yeah, and then we got um, Fantastic Beasts as well coming out soon. Once Lauren and I can see everything everywhere all at once, I'm sure we'll all talk about that a little more in yeah. depth too because that's one. Yeah, I might sure. try to see that this weekend. Yeah. We'll see. God, all guys, we're, we are barreling towards good things. Like we said, yeah. the Northman's coming out soon oh, next yeah. month. One month from now, the Multiverse of Madness, you know, we yeah, got it's more Moon Knight. Got all gearing up, of man. And then stuff. we got uh, your favorite movie, Jurassic World Dominion, coming out in like two, two and a half months. So. <laughs> I've not seen a single Fantastic Beast movie, and I have only seen the first Jurassic World movie, and I, that's what I'm going to. Are you going to? Are you going to? I'm going to keep that. Probably fine. Are you going to watch the new one, Joel? The Fantastic Beast? Uh, no, probably not. Considering yeah. I haven't seen the other two, I don't think it would make any sense. I mean, we could catch it. It might. Yeah, I don't. It might. I will say that's unfortunately another problematic movie that. Yep. We'll have to discuss yeah, on, on how we handle that. Yeah. We love sure. talking shit and shit talking we shall do in the future. But for now, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. Lauren, where can everybody find you on the internet? I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on Instagram and Twitter. And we are at the Pop Pop Podcast on Instagram. We certainly are. Taylor, where can anybody, everybody or anybody find you on the internet? <laughs> Definitely. Everybody, anybody, uh, everywhere. Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Taylor Salen. You can also find me writing some stuff for mandatory.com. So keep an eye out for that stuff. I got always got stuff in the pipeline that I'm working on. So beautiful. And I'm the LA nerd. You can find me Instagram, Twitter. I don't know if Vine existed. You could probably find me there, but you can't. TikTok. So until TikTok. I TikTok's a new TikTok. Vine, dude. I use TikTok yeah. for viewing purposes only. Uh, but until I get onto another social media platform, you know where to find me. Uh, maybe I'll try out uh, Telegram. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> later, nerds. Trump, Trump social. Try that one out. Oh, no. <laughs>